Welcome back to the Caps on Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Nick Tobias, Anthony Mano, and Sam Meehan. It is week 15 of the NFL season. We are bringing you easy money, make the case, and breakdowns on every single primetime game. Who's got something for me? Come on. How was everybody? I would just like to uh, thank Dan Bailey for missing all his field goals and uh, letting me have uh, Buccaneers minus six and a half. He's a great man. Uh, I'd like to, uh, I would like to uh, express my displeasure with Jarvis Landry for <laughs> back of the end zone where we all could have been happy with plus three. You know, would have ended my week, I think, three, five, and one. You know, not not good at all, but not the worst thing ever. But that was just kind of, you know, the nail in the coffin. It was a terrible week for myself. And I tend to bounce back after a bad week. So stay tuned. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, bad weeks. I would like to uh, – sorry, yeah, I'm going to wrap it. Go for you're, it. You're speaking of bad weeks here. I'd like to congratulate FanDuel Sportsbook for getting 250 of my beans that I worked hard for and I <laughs> earned nothing off of it. Um, you are now $250 richer. You could thank me because I am stupid. Very nice. New week, boys. Nick, Nick likes to eulogize his dollar bills on the Caps on Sports <laughs> podcast. I worked hard for that money, man. You did. You did. I work hard for it. Should we pour one out for all the lost bets this week? I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I got nothing left to pour out. (laughs) Yeah, just so you guys know, check out the social medias. Caps on Sports on everything. This is a nice little mid-episode plug. You got Caps on Sports on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of the dot-com variety. Um, (laughs) Sam uh, Sam did a shooby. We are an organization, dot organization. You say shooby? A shooby? Why do you want to call it? A shoey, no shoey, shoey. You drink alcohol out of a shoe, regardless of what it is. Don't know what you're right. talking about. All right, Thursday night football. Yeah, this is a cool little week. We have Saturday games this week, two of them. I think, what, like a 4.30 start and an 8 o'clock start. And then we mm-hmm. also have – That is correct. Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, as usual. And we're going to kick it off also as usual with the L.A. Chargers visiting the Las Vegas Raiders on Thursday night. Uh, 8.20 Ew. start, three-point favorites – the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, 53 and a half on the total. What do you guys got for this one? Um, all right. Since someone's speaking and Sam's just pointing upward, I'm going to talk <laughs> about the teams that are playing. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, has regressed phenomenally, only scoring a total of zero points last week against the New England Patriots in a very – bad outing um can you phenomenally regress yeah he actually scored 20 points last week against uh the falcons and won the game okay so two weeks ago he scored zero (laughs) points against the new england patriots last week he led the team to a last second victory that the atlanta falcons actually i think coughed up if i'm not mistaken the las vegas raiders just fired their defensive coordinator paul gunther i believe early uh, later last week after they couldn't get anything done i'm going to take the raiders here yeah, well, All right, I'm, Nick, I'm not going to take the Raiders here. Yeah. No, let me tell you why. I'll be taking the Chargers. Oh, wait. Um, sorry, Sam, but Raiders minus three, because I think that's the line. That's I'm going to take it at. Yes. Um, Chargers plus three. Um, the Raiders have fallen off in the past four weeks. So they got – Wait, wait, wait. At, have you not been watching the Los Angeles Chargers play football? They're coming off a win, yeah. Have you watched the Raiders play football recently? Yeah, they did beat the New York football Jets. Yeah, on a last second, three. on by a last three. second touchdown because Greg Williams wanted to go cover zero all out blitz on a hail mary <laughs> play, and there's also um, 
They got their ass kicked by Atlanta. 4-3-6. And this past week, they were competitive for maybe for like the first half against Indy. And the second half, got their ass kicked again. They are on the decline. They have not looked good. This happened last year, too, where they started the year out good and then just fell apart to, down the stretch. The Chargers, Herbert coming off, he did play a solid game for the 250 and two touchdowns. And I think he will pick apart this lackluster Raiders defense. I'm with so, you, Sam. Chad just plus three and the over. That's my bigger pl- – I like the over more than the spread itself because none of these teams are particularly very good defensively. Despite having, having a pretty good week last week, causing turnovers on, from the Falcons, Chargers did, but um, these Derek Carr is going to be able to take care of the ball. Both teams are going to score a lot. I would like. I would love a nice, a high-scoring, uh, close game on Thursday. So, I'm gonna, nice. I like the. Uh, before you go, I'm going to combat that. I do like the under here. Um, I do think Anthony Lynn is trying to lose his job, and he's not going to play a smart <laughs> game at all. Um, I all honest right. to God Fair think enough. that Anthony Lynn is trying not to coach the Los Angeles Chargers anymore. The Chargers actually have a very decent defense with big names on it. They just haven't really got it done all year. I a lot of injuries is, too. I think this is a game where they kind of show out and they kind of hold. They hold down uh, Derek Carr a little bit. They can force some turnovers. So I do like the under here. Anthony Lynn's getting fired after this week. I'm just telling you. Should have said that ten I, times I like, this year, honestly. I think, I think the uh, I think the move here is prize. I, I like the Ra- uh, the Raiders here, uh, but like Sam said, the over is ten and three in Raiders matchups. Hold on, I'm just looking at my notes. But those last three losses have came. Fairly recently, two in the past, what is that, five, two in the past five weeks, but 10 and three. And they like to score points. Give me the over in that. Uh, Sam, I think you're making that your your lock, but yeah, give me the Raiders. Raiders. I am going to hop in the boat with Sam here. Um, I, I don't love time. this. I really don't love it at all. I know it's a Thursday night game, so it's the only thing that's going to be on to watch aside from college basketball, which, shameless plug, check out the cap rack. Every or not almost every trust morning. the model. Trust the model. Uh, hmm. yeah, check out the cap rack every morning. It's on the same platforms as this podcast YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So do that. Um, but back into my pick, yeah, I just don't like the Vegas Raiders right now. I mean, this game screams Raiders sneaky cover at the end because it's John Gruden Why? at home in primetime against a really bad head coach who literally could not get a field goal or a playoff. I don't know what he wanted to do last game, but right before halftime, I don't I think it, he wanted to get the Raiders sound better, Stick. Keep doing it. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm taking the Chargers. I'm saying this game should go the way of the Raiders, but it's not because of the Justin Herbert factor. And I need him. Mano doesn't, doesn't want him because Mano will lose his fantasy week if Justin Herbert goes off. Um, but, yeah, look, I – I just feel like this is a Chargers win. I'm not convinced either way. I just feel like this is a game the Chargers win in Vegas on Thursday night. Yeah, you could sprinkle it. Sprinkle the money line, baby. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to bet this game. I don't want to touch it. I'm going to. We talked I, about I, it. I, I, I do time. actually. I, I like the Chargers a lot. If, if you're if asking overall, me, if, if, yeah, it's say, if you're asking right? me not to bet on a Thursday night primetime football game, then you're stupid. 
that's fine. With an over-under of 53, like, it's going to be a decently high-scoring game. At least that's what it's projected to be. It's going to be an entertaining watch, and I think entertaining watches make for last-second covers, right? Last-second finishes. So I see where you're coming from, Stick. I just last think Vegas is a better safeties. team. I don't even know the if it's going to necessarily safeties. be that. I could definitely see a strong case for the under here. I could see a very sloppy run-filled game, check-down-filled game. Do you see what they're using Eckler for now? I mean – not that they're using for like using him for that now because he's been like that his whole career. But you know why? It's short game and it's chewing the clock. Anthony and... Lynn wants to get fired. He doesn't know how to use Justin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because now, now that's where I don't. That's where I disagree. Because Austin Eckler is a weapon to be used on offense. You're not throwing. You're not giving him ten receptions a game and fifteen to twenty carries to well, lose the game when down. he's getting that's that production. That's... That means Herbert's not looking down the field. He's not making his proper progressions. That's he all. Is, it though, because Keenan Allen had had a pretty good game last week. Okay, that's all he throws the balls to, Keenan Allen. I, I, I disagree, all right, and all right, I digress. All right, all right, digress, digress. Let's move on. Let's move, Let's move on. on. All right. Um, it is important to note that Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, and Keenan Allen were all que- are all questionable tomorrow. Um, going to play. Brian Balaga is They're out, and Sarah Adderley is doubtful. That's just okay. on the, the Chargers side. Um, Eckler Josh, better play. Josh Jacobs is probably going to play for the Las Vegas Raiders. They might get back. Yeah, but he's going to post that he's not. <laughs> That was funny. That was, that was funny. funny. That was funny. Okay, let's move on to easy money for the week. Um, anybody want to kick it off? I don't really. Yeah, I can, well, uh, I can, oh, okay. I, I, I'm going to talk about both. How about Saturday. this? I'll slot myself in for second. You can go first. <laughs> All right, well, I'm slotting myself in for Saturday, a little bit of Saturday special here since nobody's going to talk about Saturday night, Saturday football games. We didn't say nobody. I what we did say, say was you can – Okay, fair enough. If you fair want. enough. Well, I'm going to talk about both Saturday games here because they are both primetime. And when was the last time we had a Saturday game? Probably sometime last year. Um, we have Buffalo Bills at the Denver Broncos. Yeah, probably. There you go. Um, I'm going to go contrary. And I was talking about taking the Buffalo Bills in the beginning. And now I think I'm actually going to take the Broncos. And this is mainly because um, – Last week, the Buffalo Bills beat the Pittsburgh Steelers by a by 11 points, which is their widest margin of victory this year. Um, every other game has come pretty much to a touchdown, maybe less. Um, they're playing in mile high. Drew Locke did play well next week. Do I do I trust Drew Locke? Absolutely not. Is this a a pick just to make a pick you're absolutely right so i'm going to take denver plus six and a half here um i think they keep it within a touchdown for whatever reason and i don't think buffalo's defense is that legit they kind of played well against the pittsburgh steelers who aren't really that good on the offensive side of the football um i'm going to take the denver broncos plus six and a half and then i'm going to piggyback it right next to it it's going to be carolina at green bay um, I'm going to go ahead and take the underdog again and take Carolina plus eight and a half. Hmm. Um, I think Carolina has a good chance to keep this game close. Uh, they're getting DJ Moore back. No, they're not going to have Christian McCaffrey, but Mike Davis is also a stud. You get DJ Moore, you get Curtis Samuel, you get to have um, Robbie Anderson. They have enough firepower to keep up with the, the Green Bay Packers who don't have a defense. I'm going to take Carolina Planthers plus eight and a half, and that's my Saturday special. The Saturday special. A little bit of two dogs. Can I get action. fries and a drink with that? Uh, you get two. You get two hot dogs because they're both. Get a barf bag dogs. with that. You get, you get two dogs <laughs> and a side of chili cheese fries. Okay, and those two picks. And those two picks for five ninety nine. Yeah, you can keep All those. Right. Five ninety nine. Okay. I'll go to Costco, Nick. Thanks. Oh, that's your problem. <laughs> you got to make sure you buy a membership for that first. This one you don't need a membership. No, you, you just one. need to listen. All, All right. right, sorry. Go ahead. Easy money. Go ahead, fellas. <laughs> All right, I am going to slot in. My easy money pick, I have two. 
one's going to be my make the case. One's going to be my easy money. It's just a matter of which way I want to rank them per se for the segment. Um, all right. For easy money, I'm going to go with the Kansas city chiefs minus three on the road at new Orleans. I don't know what's wrong with this line. And I'm just playing with you, by the way, this is the easiest freaking game you're ever going to see in your, your life. I don't know yeah. why this line is the way it is because they're not sure if Drew Brees is playing. I don't care I don't if matters. Drew Brees is playing or not. These are the Kansas city chiefs we're talking about. We've been lauding the Miami Dolphins, and albeit they made a good comeback last week. They made a pretty good comeback after getting punched I have, in the mouth. I have something to say about that once you're done go with that. Go for it. No, well, I want you oh, go. You want me to keep going? All right, fine. Yeah. I, I feel like every time I make a case to bet the Chiefs, my only reason is they're the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're just so explosive. And under normal circumstances, describing a team that isn't the Chiefs, you'd probably be like, hey – you run a podcast, you should probably be giving the people the relevant information, maybe some stats, and not just saying, hey, that team's explosive. But no, because the Kansas City Chiefs are a absolutely explosive team, a team that we haven't seen in a while. Um, and this New Orleans team is coming off a 24-21 to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are a bad football team. Although I do like Jalen Hurts. It's fine. It's not part of this pick. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, this line's way too low. Taysom Hill is kind of showing why he isn't a full-time quarterback, kind of not keeping that offense up to speed, not really sharing the ball. I don't know. They're not moving the football very well. They scored 21 and 21 back-to-back weeks. That's it. Against bad defense. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going to be real quick, but these lines make me nervous. It's easy. I'm not nervous at all. You know about these lines almost every week. And almost every week, we talk about an easy line that's just like, why is a line like this? This is so easy. This is so easy. Uh, Wasn't New Orleans easy money last week against the Philadelphia Eagles who were. Hey, relax. I'm going to give you another pick later (laughs) that's easy, but I can't include in this segment. So, two options. Here, I've kind of noticed something that with the Chiefs that really does concern me with their playoff push. This team has is starting to show symptoms of a bad disease, which is not being able to close out games. We're seeing it twice in the past three weeks. What did it <coughs> where they no, where they go up big and they just can't close and then people let them crawl back in. That's not good. They're not going to be able to go up 20 fucking points in like, say, you know, the championship game or whatever. You know, they, their inability to, like, hold these big leads. Like, last week against – they let Miami scrap the way back. Two weeks ago, they were up 21 nothing before you could blink against Tampa, and that game was a Tampa cover when they covered three and a half points, 24-21. So, that's why – I mean, the three points, like, all right, that's – no matter how big of a lead you have, like – probably still get that regardless of how big of a lead you can blow but just even just moving forward this team that that's a concern for me and with with a defense like new orleans mm-hmm. i don't think they're gonna get that big they can't really jump out to that big of a lead if they if the second half where they're just gonna scramble every week you know we'll see i guess i don't know that, i think, just, I think orleans, kansas city exposes new orleans defense and i think it's gonna be a high scoring game I don't even think it's the one side, maybe. (laughs) The Chiefs' offense is hard to – like, the speed on that offense, whether it's Mecole Hardman, who hasn't really even seen too much action aside from special teams, or Tyreek Hill, or Travis Kelsey, or either Le'Veon Bell or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the backfield. You can't really stop them. 
Huh? And Watkins still solid too. I, I think yeah. defense is kind of negated here, especially because you you just kind of highlighted all of the Kansas City Kansas City's offensive weapons. I think defensive is kind of negated. What are they going to do? You, you're not going to stop all four of them. You're not. You're going to one of them's going to beat you, and it's going to you know Kansas, Mahomes is going to do it. And I, I don't think Kansas City's defense is good enough to kind of contain whoever is throwing or running the football. I think Taysom Hill's two, uh, the factor with his legs is, is it plays a huge component. And I, I kind of think New Orleans can keep this within two points and it, 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 it's just a field goal to win it and just give you the, can't the believe it. push. I have a hot take. Half, second half starts. Chiefs are up 17 to six. Who steps after quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, but Jameis Winston. It's in fact to a comeback. I don't think win. it makes a difference. It doesn't make a difference for me. <laughs> James is over four fifty and two touchdowns in the second half. Wow. Somebody uh somebody pissed in the tweet this chunk. morning. Yeah, it's a little, that's, else, that's a little much, else, but I don't want to hear about this game anymore. Somebody else talk. Let's let's get another pick going here. I can uh let me let me look through this board here and see what I like. All right, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. All right, so this pick, like, really hurts me to my core. Um, and that's going to be the Washington football team plus five and a half at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Well, actually, what's the status of Alex Smith? All right, he's questionable. He's playing. He's probably going to play. Because don't look now, but the since he's taken over for the football team, they've been a top ten offense. We know about the defense. We know what all about say? the defense. We know all about the defense, but if that offense is all of a sudden becoming a top ten offense and maybe getting Antonio Gibson back this week too, Seattle can't stop anything really. I don't know if they're getting Antonio Gibson back. They just signed Lamar Miller off the Chicago Bears practice squad, which Good is baby. kind of a sign saying he might not. Well, could be safety blanket either way, but um, this team looks like it actually could be a good football team. <laughs> you know, they had like this slow start to the season, but sort of the rest of the NFC East. And the NFC East seems to have, you know, woken up and has the best record in football the past like three weeks or something like that. And I think five and a half, I would personally make it like maybe by a half point, make it six. But this football, this football team is, you know, I could see them making some noise in the postseason with that defense and Seattle, like that, that that front four, that the pressure they got on Russell Wilson, making ton of ball over, where which we've seen this year, he has had problems with the turnovers from time to time. So, you know, let's let's go watch football team plus five and a half. You know, it's why not because they're gonna like division. I like it. I think this line would be a lot closer if. Um... He didn't just thrash the the Jets, right? Yeah. And if he didn't just lose to the Giants, I think this this line would probably be closer to like two and a half, three maybe. Uh, so I think you're getting really good value at five and a half. I imagine mm-hmm. it's probably going to go up as more. I, I do that think that are... Washington will win the game, or no, no uh, Seattle. Yeah, but it, it's going to be close. That defense is good enough to keep Russell Wilson in check. I mean, we, exactly. ju- we just saw it. And like you said, he's got problems with the turnovers. If he's if he's forcing stuff to DK Metcalf or if he's forcing stuff to Lockett or even if he fumbles a snap, we've seen that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, normally the center's fault. But, like, if those four dudes, if it's if it's Montez Sweat and Chase, uh, Chase Young and, and Jonathan Allen up in there, like, you're, like it's over. 
I mean, they have, they, they have, Chase Young is so good. Oh my goodness. He's already. That Washington football team is no joke, but the Seattle offense is also no joke too. When you have DK Mm -hmm. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, um, they're supposed to be getting Greg Olsen back. They have Will Disley. They have Josh Gordon, who also people forgot that has come off the commissioner's exemplist. They have a healthy Chris Carson. They have Carlos Hyde. Uh, He didn't play any snaps, but he was dressed last week. Um, Mm -hmm. Listen, the offense is there. Russell Wilson is a perennial MVP candidate. He has the ability, and their defense doesn't have to really worry about too much because even though Alex Smith is back, their offense is just Terry McLaurin and, and Antonio Gibson and maybe a little bit of Logan Thomas thrown in there. The thing is, though, that they've been top 10 since Smith took over. Like, my, my problem any, is, any my problem is I don't it. trust the Washington football team to play catch-up. I think if they fall behind by 10 points, mm-hmm. they're going to be trying to play catch-up, and I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, I can see that, but I, I, I don't see them going down to start big. But, you know, we'll see. It's a good pick. I like the pick. Washington plus five and a half against Seattle at home. Sure. It's going to be cold, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, benefits to uh, – I think benefits to Washington there. I think my, uh, my, my easy money this week is going to be New England plus one and a half uh, against Miami. Um, this has been a pro Miami podcast for the. It was going to be and make the case until you I, did that. I really? think you just, really? I think you just triggered all three of us right there. Well, that's a, that's a good transition. <laughs> my make the case is also going to be Miami. Was it really? <laughs> or I was well, thinking about it. At it's, least. it's a good, it's a good, it's a good transition. And it's a good, it's a good, um, I guess, talking point, but all we right, see well, what Bill you, Belichick you, you does to these rookie me. quarterbacks. You got to convince we, me. I'm in the middle. We get to see. We have seen what Bill Belichick does to these rookie quarterbacks, right? Like he puts them in a mental pretzel, right? New England or Miami has had a phenomenal year. They beat this New England team last year, right before the playoffs. I, I just think New England isn't probably the better team, but this is the game that they show up for. This Miami team that's taken runs of the division or almost taking runs of the division, if not for. Um, if not for Buffalo, uh, coaching advantage in Bill Belichick uh, and a rookie quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa, we just saw what he did to to Josh, uh, not Josh Allen, to uh, to Justin Herbert. So and I Kyler think Tua is a little easier that. to game plan for. So right, give me, me hear, give me New England plus one and a half. Let me hear you make the cases, boys. Let's hear it. Let me come on. I mean, I'll start it off. Mine was going to be Miami. I'm not yeah, gonna. It. I'm not gonna take it anymore. I'll take. Uh, oh, I, wanted, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear your Miami argument here. I mean, okay. If we're not moving on to make the case totally, I'll, I'll rebut. Man, I do want to hear a little moment. rebuttal here. No, look, I just feel like at the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs game last week gave the Dolphins a little bit of confidence. I feel like they think now that they can hang with these teams. Like they just hung with the Super Bowl champions. They. I mean, two is what four or five games in, and he's walking off the sideline in the fourth quarter, like after not having a, a successful drive, or they punted it back, or whatever. And he looks so calm. He looks like he belongs going up against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And that defense, it showed up. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it showed up. Like the special teams didn't necessarily show up because Miko Hardman took, I mean, took it back to the house. But like. I don't know. I just think this is a game that Miami can really keep that offense under wraps in New England. Like, I just – I think this is going to go very similar to the way that the New England game went for the Rams last week. It's tough. I see both arguments where Bill Belichick mm-hmm. is a superior quarterback, and I also think this is a chance for Miami to kind of tell 
New England, hey, listen, it's not your time anymore. It's my time. Uh, this Miami team is unlike anything um, the Patriots have seen in the past 10, 15 years. Um, Tua did was on the injury report this year or this week with an ankle injury. I think he was a full participant today. Um, but who knows if that's going to be bothering him. Maybe they're just doing that to give him rest. Um, and the over-under is 41 and a half. Man, Actually, while, while – um, funny you mention that. I'll, I can move right into my make the case, which – is happens going to be under 41 and a half. Oh, yeah. okay. And why is that? Because neither of these teams have what's called great offenses. What's called a good have, offense. Sorry. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or they have great defenses, bad offenses. We just saw what LA did to, you know, the whole New England offense last week on Thursday night, where they managed a whopping three points, was it? I believe so, or six, something in the single-digit variety. Yeah, and um, and as you said, with Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, the Miami is not. I don't think either team reaches twenty. You know, I, I think the most <laughs> the most points we'll see in this game, the shootout in this game would be like a seventeen fourteen victory either side. You know, it's mm. going to be an ugly football game. I I think. Mm. But, I mean, if you love defense, it'll be a beautiful game. But I think the lower this total is benefits benefits the Patriots. Um, and this line opened at three and is now going to – is now at one and a half. I think mm-hmm. – I, I don't know. I just think the, I think the Patriots are yeah, a better I'm, I'm actually, I'm, in the team in this matchup. You kind of swayed me towards, like, you know, kind of being iffy about this game, you know. I was right, all about Miami, you but – you can, you can see the Patriots' defense, like, locking up mm-hmm. – their wide receivers with, with JC Jackson and Stefan Gilmore and Devonte Parker might not play. Jakeem Grant might not play. Yeah, I think they both practice today, but like if they're hobbled and those are two really good corners, plus two safeties over the top, like a pass rush just has to get to Tua and he's not going to make anything. He's not going to make anything happen. I, I just mm-hmm. think Bill Belichick has the, has give me, I, give me the Patriots as, plus. Uh, hold on, plus hold on, hold on, hold on. Because at what 41. point we, we keep doing this. This is the 15th episode. I want over. I want over. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This is the 15th episode of the year. At what point do you look at the six and seven New England Patriots and stop saying Bill Belichick is going to take away X, Y, and Z? He failed seven times. He failed to do it seven times this year. That's not true. There's he's, a talent gap. He's in overall this, in failed this. in his game plan seven times this year, resulting in loss. The, it's it's that's come, more the I'm offense like being playing. subpar. Like six and seven. Fair enough. I mean, it's not Bill Belichick's really defensive game plan for the most part. It's their inability to score on offense. It is, but I mean, I don't know. You look at the Patriots like they're like some well-oiled machine going up against the now ten and three against the spread Miami Dolphins. I don't know. I personally, I, I still kind of like Miami spread. I don't, I don't love it, but I, under I think 41. If, if Miami's missing their key weapons, or at least you're having eighty percent of Devontae Parker, uh, Jakeem Grant, and running back. Who do they even have playing running back? I don't think they're getting Miles Gaskin. Um, they have Matt Breida, who I don't think's playing. They have Salvon Ahmed, who I don't know if he's playing. Um, it's just two are running around on skates trying to figure it out himself. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to hit the over because I'm an idiot. These teams right. played already. In New England, one twenty-one to eleven. That you was know? that was week one. It was week one. Uh, week two. Oh no, week one. You're right. Yeah, I was going to say it was <laughs> definitely week one. 
All right, let's keep it moving. I'm going to make my case for the San Francisco 49ers minus three at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys cannot stop a nosebleed running past them on the ground. Their run game is, or the run defense is awful. Um, and the San Francisco 49ers are strictly a running team. I mean, Raheem Moster is questionable, but he's most likely going to play. I mean, he missed enough time. I can't see him missing that much time. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Dallas Cowboys are just really, really bad. And I think their 3-10 and 10 record against the spread shows that. And the Niners are just a solid team. They play close games and they play their defense. And I just feel like the run game is going to just wear down this Dallas defense. Yeah, well, I guess in the meantime, we can all, take a, we can all appreciate Sam's little screensaver over there while he's away from the computer, it's I adorable. guess. Um, <laughs> I initially wanted – I did like Dallas plus three here, but I – think that Dallas's lack of having a running game is going to severely hurt them. Um, Zeke hasn't really been able, hasn't really been able to get going. Um, but it is uh, Andy Dalton, who's an experienced quarterback. And San Fran looked awful two weeks ago, or a week ago, whenever they played Buffalo. Um, I you're playing, you're starting Nick Mullins again. I don't know what I'm going to get out of Nick Mullins. And you're not, you're probably going to be missing Debo Samuel. So it's going to be a Brandon IU kind of game. This is also a really ugly game. And I applaud you for even making a case on this. I didn't want to. I wanted to take Miami, but all right. Who has, who still has to go? Well, Mano. I'll go. Uh, go I'll make the case as I fix my mic here real quick. I'll make the case for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I know I said last week that I don't bet on They're or against Sunday night football. We're not going to talk, we're not gonna talk oh, about Oh, it's Sunday night football? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. Uh, we're going to, you know, pretend that never happened. Uh, oh, shit. That's Monday. That was my other one. Uh, mm, All right. Well, I'm going to uh, make the case this week. I'm going to okay. take I'm gonna take the Chicago Bears plus three and a half. Um, why? Because I haven't talked about the Chicago Bears since maybe week five. And I think this is the time to do it. Um, Chicago Bears coming off a huge win. Mitch Trubisky actually looked good last week. Minnesota does not have a defense, and I think that's why Mitch Trubisky kind of plays well. They're playing in a dome, so uh, weather won't affect them. Um, give me Mitch Trubisky on the road here. Chicago plus three and a half. All right. Uh, I took Indy last week. I'm going to do it again. I'm taking Indy minus seven. Uh, I know this is a, a Texans team that just marched down the field and probably would have beat them if it wasn't for a booted snap. But um, I think Indy's about as hot as anybody right now. And I've said this now for like three weeks. So I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep riding the train. I'm going to keep riding the wheels till the wheels fall off. So give me Indy minus seven is my make the case. Uh, they should have beat them by more the first. They should beat the Texans by more first time around. Wipe the floor of them second time. I don't think Deshaun Watson loses that game. He's going to be pissed. I mean, I thought the same thing last week, and then the Bears just embarrassed yeah, I mean... that whole team and the organization. Mm-hmm. Sammy, what's your make the case? It was the under. Made the under. I, already, I already talked about that. Oh, all right. We talk about good. Sunday night now? We're, we're moving on. Um, all right. Sunday night is Cleveland versus the Giants. It's at MetLife. In East Rutherford, 820 start. The Cleveland Browns are minus five, and the total is 44 for this game. Very easy. I'm going to make my, my pick for this one is going to be the Cleveland Browns minus five. Um, Daniel Jones is questionable for this one. I don't really care. Um, I'd rather take the Cleveland minus five now before Daniel Jones is ruled out because it's only going to move up and probably inch closer to like 10. So, I just in this game. We I talked see. about this prior to. We talked about it prior to recording. If Daniel Jones plays, this line is at 
five right now. If Daniel Jones plays, it probably stays at five, right? Yeah, what does Daniel Jones do except fumble the football and throw for 150 yards? <laughs> he couldn't move was... last week. He shouldn't have played at all. Oh, cut no. the baloney. I don't what do you there? mean? He was a sitting I... duck in the pocket the whole I game. I totally agree like... with Sam on this one. I trust like he Joe couldn't Judge, move. I don't, I don't think Joe Judge would have put him out there if he didn't think he was good enough to play. That's all I'm I saying. I think he was good enough to play. I didn't think he was good enough to play well. If you saw him standing yeah, in the exactly. pocket. <laughs> okay, so that, mean, that means Daniel, a hurt Daniel Jones is still better than a healthy Look, Colt McCoy. I watch the Giants every single week, and – he, he stood in the pocket on Sunday, and he looked from afar like he was the calmest quarterback in the NFL. And we know damn well Daniel Jones is not the calmest quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> you want to know why he looked that calm? It's because he wasn't actually calm. It's because he couldn't move and make a quick, twi- a quick twitch escape out of the pocket to evade the pressure. Impossible. So, so if he, Daniel not, he was not fully healthy, the there's no if way. Daniel Jones plays, you're taking the Giants. Is that what you're telling me? I don't care who's placed a quarterback. At five points, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns minus five. Thank you. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. It don't matter who's playing quarterback. The Giants are going to look – they're going to look bad. They're I'm telling you to take it now. When The second you see this podcast drop, this will yes, probably please. be already at six. I say take it at six. Please, please take it at five. And just, five just and take it. Just take it before it gets too high because – Yeah, like it's absolutely it. ridiculous. Like you got to take the Colt McCoy-led New York Giants this week. <laughs> just take it from us. I don't even know if I could wear this. I might flip it down. Colt McCoy revenge game. This weekend, fellas, Sunday night in East Rutherford, we're ready to roll. Need the win here. They're gonna. I, I don't know. I, I, I as much as They're I want to like make that argument, spread. like I, as much as I want to say that's a serious argument, I can't pick this game. Like, part of me <laughs> says that the Giants' defense is gonna show out, but also I just saw what, you know. Browns just did to a very good Baltimore defense on Monday night. <sighs> I mean, I, I think that Monday night I game abstain. that we watched said a lot about the Browns and Kevin Stefanski and how him and Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield are kind of going to mesh. I think the Browns as an organization kind of took a step last week on Monday. Um, and part of me thinks that we're going to see the Baker Mayfield of old this Sunday night who's going to throw for three interceptions, but part of me sees the Giants just getting ran over. Um, I don't think they get ran over. I don't think it's going to be a great game at all to watch, and I'm going to have to. Oh watch yeah, it. no, it's going to be a terrible game to watch from really either side. You know, I could see, I could definitely see a Baltimore letdown, or not a Baltimore, Cleveland letdown this week, like offense, offensively at least. I mean, I could see a Riding Cleveland off the high of. Like, oh, we just put up 42 points against Baltimore, yeah. and we still lost. It's kind of deflating, mm-hmm. but. No, they're pumped. Uh, we'll, Are you kidding me? They're pumped. They just we're going to learn a lot about this Cleveland team this week, regardless of what happens. Whether if they come out flat, we'll know that's the kind of team they are. Like they're a team that can't respond to really adversity. But if they come out and like beat the hell out of the Giants, like all right, they, they can respond to, you know, a heartbreaking loss. Like so, I guess if we're keeping tallies here, I'll I'll join you guys with Cleveland, but. I personally will not be touching this game at all. No, you know, I'm going to touch this game. I'm going to not – I mean, I took Cleveland plus or minus three, but I'm actually going to take, I think, the under – or actually, I was going to say over, but I was saying under in my mm. head. But I think the over is going to be a good play. I think this is kind of a game where both defenses forget how to play. Um, I, I don't quite see that happening. <laughs> I, I think Cleveland's going to easily get two touchdowns on the ground. Um, I think the Giants maybe put up 14 points-ish, and I think Cleveland does the rest of the scoring, and I think it's going to be kind of gross. 
there's a total play I, here, yeah. Gander, but we'll. I just I, I, I had really nothing to add for this game. No, I mean this is going to be the game where you look at it, and before we move on, just like the Giants' defense has played really, really well against the run, and I feel like on Monday morning we're going to look at this and be like, the Giants' defense has been really good against the run all year, but where were they last night? And Nick Chubb is going to most teams don't have two dancing. running backs of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt's stats. like no, the two Giants running backs that could arguably be top. Like 10, 15 running backs in the league. If they were, yeah. you can say, uh, if you told me both those guys are top 15, at, with Chubb being in the top 10 and Hunt being like 15th or 14th, like, I would argue Chubb's top five. I wouldn't fight you. I wouldn't fight you. Absolutely. If you told me Kareem Hunt is top 10, I wouldn't fight you either. We've seen mm-hmm. what he's done. Before, I'm telling you, you know? I, I just think yeah. the Giants are going to get gashed. I think they're going to they're gonna give up around 30 mm-hmm. points and the Giants might only score 14. I, I don't see the yeah. defense being the issue here. Like, if if Cleveland, Cleveland could cover and, and I think they could score seventeen points and still cover this game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, see if Cleveland's smart, they're not going to put the game in Baker Mayfield's hands. They're going to put the game in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt's hands. And if you're doing that, I think it's going to be ugly. It's not going to be fun to watch. If that's the case, it'll get ugly late, just because you know the Giants' defense can only like hold for so long. You can't you can't stop the run when you're on the field for forty eight minutes. So, yeah, let's go to Monday. <laughs> let's – oh, God, another gross oh, – Another night. terrible game. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. It's 8-15. Which is almost Saturday games. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Pittsburgh are 12.5-point favorites, and the total is set at 40-and-a-half. That is um, so low. Yeah, if I had to – I don't want to touch this game. I'm not going to touch this game. If I had to, I, w- I would go Pittsburgh on the spread and the under on the total. I don't that's really why, want to talk about this. Like, that's why my my pick for this game is actually going to be a teaser. It's going to be a Pittsburgh minus six and under 46 and a half teaser. You know, if, if you're doing a normal six-point teaser there, like it's I, – I, I could definitely see like Pittsburgh's offense just not showing up and since he like backdoor covering that 12 and a half point, 13-point spread, whatever you get at that. So – but, I mean – yeah, Cincy is – they're not good, especially without, without Joe Burrow, they're nothing. The defense still isn't good. Pittsburgh's offense still is not good. Like they, can't, they can't run the ball. I need, <laughs> it's, I need one of you to drive to my house and smack me across the face because I am going to take Cincinnati plus 12.5 here. I think it's too big, and I don't believe in the Pittsburgh. I know there's so, it's so many points. Why I don't, I don't want to take like, either it's a lot. It's points. a lot of points. I don't trust Pittsburgh's offense at all. We mm-hmm. saw what they did last week. They run the ball maybe five times a game, and they just do little dinks and dunks and hopefully get it up the field. Um, the last time they played, the Bengals played the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was 36-10. to 10. I mean, granted, you're not covering the spread there. But the Bengals kind of found something and that they didn't have Joe Burrow that game either. And they were playing in, in Pittsburgh. Now you're playing in Cincinnati. You're playing at home. You're kind of going to be more prepared than last time. Pittsburgh is kind of pissed. They just lost twice. Um, I guess give me Cincinnati plus 12 and a half in the over. And I feel like now I'm also thinking, I, I could see a pissed off Pittsburgh team because I feel like now people are like, all right. It's but I'm not, I'm not scared of their off. I'm not scared of their offense. They could be pissed off as much as they want, but I'm not scared of their offense. You hit Ben Roethlisberger twice. He's just going to start throwing little dinks to 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 Deontay Johnson. He's, he's talking play. about hanging him up now. It's like it's we're getting that Listen, classic. You know, I, I banged up Ben. If my statistic source is right, which is myself on Twitter and other places, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> have the team has the most 
most drops in the entire NFL, which doesn't bode well for a team that all they do is short pass. And when they played the Washington football team, I remember watching it and even the announcers were calling it. One of those tipped passes was going to end in an interception. And about five minutes later. <laughs> and it did. And I think it's going to happen again here. Give me Cincinnati plus 12 and a half. Baby. Give it to me. I'm going to hate my life for it, but give it to me. I'm taking Cincinnati too. I'm with you. Um, I think the facade yeah. is. Uh, you ever see the? You think you ever see the Wizard of Oz where like they uh, they they roll Never up into the the palace? Never heard of the Wizard of Oz? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where they where they roll up into? Um, I haven't seen this movie in so long. Where they roll up into like the palace or whatever, and it's like the dude like on the wall, and it's like well, they're oh, they're yeah. technically like, in the am... emerald. They're in the emerald city. If if whatever. you want to be technical, whatever. And, uh, you know, Oz comes in and you're, you're looking at this big fucking head on a, you know, ornate thing. And it's like, I am the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then you pull the curtain back a little bit and it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, he looks like <laughs> stick. I think looks they, like I think Nick. they look big and I think they're big and scary, but I don't think they're as, uh, as good as an 11 and O team at that time, you know, should have been. And now and it's kind of, you've seen now now the past two weeks. It. Yeah, now we're kind of seeing it. The offense. I tried to tell you guys last week when, when you all took yeah. the Steelers last week on Sunday night and I took the Bills. I tried telling you. I tried. You tried. The the offense is the offense is sputtering. The defense <laughs> is getting hurt. I think Cincinnati has had a decent string of three the past three, four games. They don't blitz, so Ben Roethlisberger not having the ball in his hands for like half a second or whatever, however long it takes for him to throw isn't gonna matter. They're gonna drop back and they're gonna let you play in front of them. Man, um, I, want, I want to bring up something real quick, and I don't know how either – I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how you feel about this. But Brandon Allen exited last week against the Dallas Cowboys with a bum knee. He is considered day-to-day, and Ryan Finley played for him last week and went one for seven. Um, huh. <laughs> this is not going to end well for our no. picks. No. But, you know, they brought Brandon Allen off the scrap heap to play quarterback – the uh, what's his name what was the back oh, i'm name? sorry brian fin- i'm sorry ryan finley went one for two for five yards i hate i, I hate to correct myself ryan ryan finley ryan finley was the backup to joe burrow right and they brought brandon so. allen off the scrap heap to play so like I they obviously so, yeah. saw something in in finley to have him as the the backup in the first place behind joe burrow so i mean i don't i don't think if if this line goes higher because of oh, please uh, him go even better if yeah go higher to. Yeah, no, I'm taking Cincinnati. So two on Cincinnati, two on a uh, two on Pittsburgh. This is a division game too. Division games are always close, Thank you. normally close. So go ahead, stick. All right, you could you could talk because you've been on mute the whole time. I'm not muted. Um, you were before. You were I before. Well, yeah, you were. I How long? We can tell. We're on Zoom right now. Hashtag ad. Um, we're on Zoom right now. <laughs> not an ad. <laughs> not they don't pay us. It's not an ad. <laughs> If somebody wants to sponsor this to to put to put our four faces up on a screen so we can put this podcast out, yeah, we'll we'll switch Zoom. There's no brand loyalty here unless you want to sponsor us. I'll put a I'll put, we'll a, get brand I'll put a brand on my forehead for yeah for man, recording free advertising. I will wrap my car in whatever you want to wrap my car in yeah. if you want to pay me money to right. advertise your business. All right, all right, go ahead, six. Sorry, Close to take us home, stick. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Caps on Sports podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, website, Caps on Sports, CapsOnSports.com. Um, for myself, Tyler Bloomstick, Nick Tobias, Anthony Mano, and Sam Meehan, we'll see you next yes. week. Yes.